Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. DeRogi. This week, Betrayal by Daniel R. Julian. I said, like, get on the ground. Now! The man pointed a gun at her head, and in spite of herself, she flinched. I I can't, she said. He leaned closer, pressing the gun against her temple. She looked at him, noticed his eyes were blue, tried to look away. She felt his breath through the ski mask. He didn't move for several seconds. Behind her, she heard a young mother crying and comforting a small child. China! He shouted over his shoulder, and she flinched again. What? Another man shouted from the teller window where he held a shotgun. She won't get on the ground! What do I do? You'll call, Congo, the other man shouted. Put her down or knock her down. Please, she said. I really can't. She looked down. He followed her eyes, looked down at her legs, saw her crutches. Just get down, the young mother behind her cried. You're going to get us killed. Congo cursed. She's a cripple or something, man. What do you mean? The man at the teller window shouted. She's got, like, crutches. I wear braces, she stammered. You can check, you can check. I wear braces. He didn't say anything, and she looked up again, saw confusion in his eyes. Like, on your teeth? Under my pants, she said. If you help me down, I'll stay down. What are you doing? Just get down, the mother cried. Her child began to scream. China yelled, Just knock her over, man, and shut that kid up. Please. She began to shiver. Her eyes watered. Her body insisted on betraying her. Just let me hold your arm. Just help me down. The man looked down at her legs and back up again. He looked over his shoulder and back at her again. Don't. Try anything, okay? She shook her head, tears running down her face. He held out his hand, and she grabbed hold of it, wondered at how small it was. For a moment, they stared at one another. Don't cry, lady. You'll be fine. Just, you know, stay down, he said. She nodded. Not gonna kill her, man. I'm helping her down now, he hollered to his partner. Congratulations, Congo. China shouted, you're a real pro. And lady, you want to shut that kid up already? I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. The mother cried, but the sound of the child's wailing increased until she realized she wasn't hearing the child, but sirens. Congo let go of her hand and rushed to the front door of the bank, leaving her standing in the middle of the lobby. She twisted around to peek at the mother and child, saw it was a young boy, maybe three years old. The mother had wrapped herself around her son, and her eyes were wide with terror. She heard the two men cursing and shouting to each other, but couldn't understand what they were saying. She felt two hands on her back, grabbing her and pushing her towards the door. China said, You're coming with us. Start walking, huh? She stumbled forward two steps and nearly fell. Hey, walk, China shouted. I will kill you right now if you don't walk. Man, I told you. Congo shouted from beside the door. She's got crutches. She's no use. Grab a teller. 
China grabbed her by the elbow and yanked her the rest of the way to the door, where he stopped and pulled her face close to his. His breath smelled like coffee and alcohol. You stay with us. We're going out, and you're staying with us. She nodded, adjusted her wrists in the sleeves of the crutches, felt too weak to grip the handles. Now, China said. Through the front door, she could see three police vehicles. Officers tucked behind open doors, guns drawn. She blinked rapidly, trying to clear her eyes. All right, let's go, huh? China said. He pushed the barrel of his shotgun between her shoulder blades. She nodded, considered praying. But even as her mind rushed over the fears, she felt her body move again. She shifted her weight, leaned on the door's push bar, and felt it click. It jumped forward on smoothly greased hinges, fell away from her, and she lost her balance, stumbling forward, tripping down the two stairs at the front of the building and sprawling across the pavement. Gunfire erupted above her, from all sides. She heard the men screaming in anger, felt the burn on the side of her face and both palms where she had scraped them on the concrete. She opened her eyes and saw one of her crutches on the sidewalk a few feet away. Behind her, the men had stopped screaming. Several more shots came from the police officers. One of the men fell next to her, blood on his lips, his eyes darting wildly until they locked on hers. She noticed they were blue, and she held his gaze. She watched as he began to shake, as a coughing fit took over, as his body began to betray him. She saw pleading in his eyes, and she knew what he felt. The fear and indignity, the anger at losing all control. And for his sake, she closed her eyes. This has been Betrayal, written by Daniel R. Julian. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.